0: We start this week um, with a, a new series, and uh, this series that we are uh, embarking upon, uh, there's, there's something that I just really want to draw your attention to, and uh, I'm, I, we're starting a series, and it's titled, Hello God, Can We Talk? And uh, I really, over the next three weeks, we're going to be talking about some unique uh, things, really some life-changing, powerful, um, life-changing habits that you and I can form. And it's going to start with these first three weeks under this title, Hello God, Can We Talk? And uh, I don't know how many of you, if you see the blue there, now if you're a, a Samsung user, you're not used to it being blue. It's, it's probably green for you. No? And as we all experience in life, we have a lot of conversations. We have personal interactions. We have social media interactions. There's a a lot of great conversations in life that take place. Some of the great conversations of life take place in coffee shops. Well, I'm excited about that. They take place in various places. They take place in church during the greeting time. They take place before and after in the cafe. They they take place in homes as families. And many times we have deep conversations. And and what I really want us to understand is that the Lord is really, I believe, starting off this year, 2020, uh, this new decade, as last Sunday we gave an incredible report, just a vision of what God has done, but a Vision of where we're going, I believe there's no greater way to start off this year, this decade, the the 20s. Here we are, the 20s. Nobody's in the room who caught them the first time, right, (laughs) do you? The 20s are here, and there's no greater way to start out than understanding how you and I can really embark upon the ultimate conversation. How we can experience the ultimate conversation. And that ultimate conversation is the conversation that we have with the Lord. Now, uh, we have a very special event planned. Uh, I'll talk about it through a little bit this week, next week, and the following week. Uh, We have an evening uh, that we are setting aside, and we're really calling the church to prayer. On Sunday night, January 26th, for one hour, we are going to have a, a moment of prayer, a time for this body to seal, begin this year, pray. We're going to pray for needs. We're going to pray for those who are sick and afflicted. We're going to pray for those who have, have needs in their hearts and their lives and their families. We're going to pray over our church. We're going to pray over our future and what God has in store for this body. It is going to be an incredible one hour that I pray you will mark your calendars and join us as we discover the next few weeks of what it means to have the ultimate conversation with God. We're going to talk about that, but then we're going to experience it on Sunday night, January 26th. I pray that you're able to join us as we dive in together and experience the power of the Lord. The ultimate conversation. Now, if you've ever had a great conversation, how many of you have ever had a great conversation with someone? How many of you have ever been trapped in a conversation you couldn't wait to get out of? Right? I mean, there's all kinds of conversations. And uh, we've all experienced conversations that have gone really well deep, like, man, I just didn't want that to end. Or we came away from it going, I am uplifted. I am, man, I am fired up. I, I am recharged. And I, I am excited about that. When we have conversations with people, they have this incredible opportunity uh, to speak life into us to, or to speak death into us. Or, you know, what we, we have those conversations. Maybe we have to have a tough conversation and we have a difficult conversation. You know, sometimes we have a difficult conversation with the Lord. We have those moments where like, oh, Lord, here I am. Forgive me. I I I am in this place, and I don't know where to go, and I'm turning to you for help, whatever that might be. I want to take a look before we get to our main verse at a verse found in 1 Thessalonians 5.17. And in the NASB, the New American Standard Bible, uh, it tells us that we should pray without ceasing. Pray without ceasing. Uh, It tells us in the New Living Translation that we should never stop praying. That we should never stop praying. It is a continual motion. It is a lifestyle. It is something that is in us. It's not just an event. It's not just a Sunday night special prayer. It is a continual, never stop. In the NIV, it says pray continually. These three versions of the Bible help us to understand what we really want to talk about in prayer being an ultimate conversation because it doesn't stop and end. It is continual. The Lord wants to have an incredible relationship with you. He wants to talk with you. He wants to speak to you. He wants you to hear him and also he is there to hear us and understanding how we can have this ultimate conversation, how we can turn our prayer into not just a moment, but a lifestyle. How prayer can be something that so saturates our hearts and our lives that it is with us at all times. I I don't know if you've ever found yourself in the midst of a situation or a circumstance, and and all of a sudden you're praying, and you're asking the Lord's wisdom or help. The Bible tells us, gives us a little picture of the Lord's prayer life. In Mark 1, it says, Jesus went out and departed to a solitary place, and there he prayed. This simple dialogue. Now, this is Jesus slipping away from all the crowds and the things, and he, he found a solitary place, and there he prayed. Listen, this was something that was was. Uh, so habitual in our Lord and Savior's life. He continued to find a place and pray. The dialogue must have been very common among those who knew him. And in, in fact, if you can kind of imagine, has anyone seen Jesus? <laughs> oh, you know, he's off praying again. He, he's praying again? Yep. He has been gone since sunrise. Everyone say sunrise. Did anyone see the sunrise this morning? How many of you are proud to say, not I? I did not see it. I did. I did see it this morning. It was beautiful. Jesus many times rose early and he went to be alone with the Lord he, he sought the lord his his heavenly Father, he communicated with him, the disciples many times where where is the lord oh he's he 's off praying again' he 's out having a conversation with his heavenly father he 's he's, he's in that moment, and then he taught his disciples how to pray and, and there 's such an incredible weave through scripture of of this conversation that happens between the Lord and his Father who sent him, and he shows you and I the way that we should go through our lives. Did you know that we should go through our lives very prayerfully? Many times we go through life and prayer is an event. It is something we do at a certain time, certain place, certain hour, which is great. We set those times. That is awesome. That is discipline. That is super. But did you know that prayer is not confined to one location? Prayer is something that we do often with the Father. It is an in- incredible conversation that you and I can have. I pray today that you will come away from this morning desiring a deeper conversation with the Lord, understanding the plan and the purpose that he has for us through prayer. Jesus would even disappear for entire nights of prayer. Prayer for most of us sometimes, you know, it doesn't have to be a as I mentioned an event or a location. It's 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 many times it can take place if you're like me on a quick drive to work, on a on a drive to an appointment or uh, somewhere where I'm headed. I'm in the car and all of a sudden I find myself praying. Anybody else do that? Find yourself seeking the Lord. Find yourself asking the Lord's wisdom, having that quick conversation with Him. That's what I think the Lord, this, this word means. It, it talks about having a continual prayer, a life that is filled with prayer, having a conversation that doesn't just begin and end. It goes throughout the entire day. And I believe that the Lord wants us to experience His power this year by understanding and, and, and hopefully seeding in us a life-changing life changing Habit that you and I would begin to explore the power of this conversation with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Now, I've had some great conversations with people, but I don't how many of you know. The greatest conversation that you and I can ever have is with Jesus Christ. It's with our Lord. God will teach you to pray. Listen to this. We speak when we pray. We speak And he listens. Did you know that in our prayer time, also, he speaks and we listen? A conversation is not one sided. A conversation takes place in this moment where all of a sudden we begin to have a conversation with the Lord. That we have moments where we, yes, lay our requests for Him, but then we take a moment to listen and to hear what the Lord might say to us. Can I challenge you every day over the next few weeks, and maybe it'll even turn into a habit throughout this entire year, that you would? take five minutes and connect with God. We've created, we, we used to provide soap, um, bookmarks. In fact, last Sunday we had several go uh, out to the Welcome Center and look for those because it really helped walk them through their devotional time. Uh, We've prepared a 555. It is a year-long guide to studying and reading the Word and also spending some time uh, praying with the Lord. And I, I encourage you, they're at the Welcome Center. You can pick one up, take a look at them. It will help you in your journey and your walk of understanding this great conversation that we can have. Listen to what Andrew Murray said about prayer. Prayer is not a monologue, but a dialogue. God's voice in response to mine is its most essential part. Prayer is a conversation with God, simply talking to God and listening. There are times that we may feel far from God. I don't know if you've, you're in this place today and you've ever felt far away from God. Maybe you felt like your life was on a path and you were headed somewhere and and you kind of stepped away and you haven't been spending time with the Lord. Maybe it's been a long time since you've had a conversation with the Lord or it's been a long time since you've had a a moment or a private moment with him reading his word and studying his word. This, This is an incredible picture. Prayer is not just a moment for us to talk to God. It's a moment for him to talk to us and sometimes when we feel far away from him, we shy away Or we stay away. I don't know what it is about our natural tendency that that when we uh, feel like we have wronged someone, come on, it kind of happens in our relationships too. Uh, I don't know if you've ever had this moment where maybe you have a a difficult, have you ever had a difficult relationship with someone? And maybe something has happened, and then we'll just say you, you show up or you see them in the aisle at Meyer. And you're, you're cruising through there, and you see them, and you go, uh-oh. And you turn, and you go the other way. Because I don't want to have that interaction that, that might be awkward. I don't do awkward. I don't like awkward. I don't create awkward. I want to diffuse awkward. And so we avoid the awkward conversation or that awkward moment that we might have. We do that with people. Sometimes we carry that into our spiritual lives when we feel like we have sin in our life or we've wronged God, we kind of stay away. The enemy would want nothing more for us to hide from the Lord, to hide from him. I'm saying right now when we stay away, instead of hiding from him, the Bible says that we should hide in him, that we should run to him. That we should seek him, hide under the shadow of the Almighty, not run from him, but run to that strong tower. God, I am in great need, and I need you. And so we run to him, not run away from him. But in our natural, the enemy would cause us to want to withdraw to isolate. Did you know when you isolate yourself from the Lord, from other believers, from other people, it's in that moment of isolation that that we're easy prey. That we're easy prey for those who who you know when 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 uh, those. Uh, uh, animals who are out, they're hunters. Man, they, they try to single out their prey, get them away from the herd, get them away so that they're easy prey. You and I become easy prey when we isolate ourselves from the Lord, when we isolate ourselves from one another. Let's not do that. Let's have a great conversation with the Lord. Let's dive into Him. Poor decisions and disobedience many times bring regret and really can bring a heaviness to our hearts and our minds. A simple prayer asking the Lord for forgiveness ends that feeling of separation from the Lord. I want you to know, and I want you to hear me. I believe this with all my heart. Jesus has no desire to condemn us. He draws us. His love and his mercy are great. He loves us and he longs to communicate through his word and through our prayers with him. The Lord loves mercy and his amazing grace is given to every single one of us. This is not on a slide, but I want to read to you Matthew 9, 13. Jesus said, listen to this, but go and learn what it means. It is mercy that I desire, not sacrifice. For I did not come to appeal to the righteous, but to the sinners. If we will always remember that God is ever merciful and is always for us, never against us, then we will talk with him. We do run to him. We, we are able to go to him because he is our father and we can pray and prayer changes our journey with the lord did you know that prayer communication a conversation with someone really shapes and forms and develops that relationship you have uh, those people in your life and and those who are close to you, you probably have a conversation with every single day, a meaningful conversation. How was your day? How are things? What can I do for you? How can I help? What We have conversations all throughout the day with those who we are close to. Conversation develops relationship. Conversation strengthens relationship. Doesn't it make sense then for us to strengthen our relationship with the Lord? We should be in daily communication, connection, that our relationship Relationship with him would grow to such a place where every single day we're having this meaningful communication because it is essential to building a healthy relationship and an understanding. Without fellowship and communication, we don't know who a person is nor are we familiar with any aspect of their character. If you've ever had a relationship with someone and then they've moved away or they've gone away, maybe it's been a year or two, and all of a sudden you connect again, and you, you wow, we gotta catch up. I feel like I don't know anything about you. What, what have you been through? What's going on? All of a sudden we have to catch up because we lost that Daily communication, that daily connection that we had to understand what was going on in their life, what was happening in them. To know God, we have to talk with him. We talk, we listen, we worship, and in doing so, we develop a relationship. Conversations with him illuminate our path, and it lights our way. The Bible says that it is his word, and as we seek him and we pray, read his word, the word, it becomes a lamp unto our feet. All of a sudden, we can see our way clearly. In this life, we need personal guidance, wisdom, direction. We need that from the Lord. We also need God's presence, not only in our lives, but through our lives. His presence is evident in the world. Prayer is an incredible answer. Prayer is a conversation with the Lord that I believe will change your life. Oswald Chambers said, We tend to use prayer as a last resort, but God wants it to be our first line of defense. We pray when there's nothing else we can do. But God wants us to pray before we do anything at all. Come on, that's powerful. What an incredible picture of prayer for us to have a conversation with him. Remember, prayer is simply talking with God. He is listening. He is also speaking. We will hear him if, everyone say if, if we will listen if we will take time in that conversation to hear his voice. Peter, Amsterdam, says we are called to be a continual, in continual relationship with God, in a sense having an ongoing dialogue with him, talking to him, asking his guidance, praising him, listening to him throughout our day. This can be seen as the meaning of Paul's general admonition to pray Continually, as we started out, to pray without ceasing. I love the story of Abraham and his talk with the Lord. Now, in this conversation that he's having with the Lord, he's talking to the Lord about Sodom and Gomorrah. And he's having a conversation with the Lord uh, over it. The, in the dialogue, the Lord has made it known to Abraham his intention to destroy the city. And Abraham says, But, but Lord, well, it, it, what if there are some righteous people in that city? God says, Well, then I will spare it. If there are, he, he asks, Well, if there are 50 people in that city that are righteous, and the Lord speaks to him, If there are 50 righteous people, then I will spare it. Note what happens then. Abraham says, Okay, well, what if there's only 45? What, what if there's 45 people? Well, he says, Oh, then I'll spare it. The conversation goes back and forth until the Lord says, If there are ten righteous people there, I will spare the city. Think about this conversation. This was Abraham having a conversation with the Lord. And the Lord begins to speak to him, and because Abraham listened. It wasn't a, a picture of Abraham praying, Oh God. Touch that city. Save it. Do something to save He's having, which, which is great. We have those kinds of prayers. But the picture of this conversation is Abraham also listening and hearing from the Lord. I want you to know if you will listen, if you will take time, the ultimate conversation in this life is the conversation that we have with the Lord that we would ask and seek. I want to share with you. Just very quickly, five ways that you can have the ultimate conversation with the Lord. An ultimate conversation where he will speak to you and you're able to speak to him. It tells us here, and and I think that few people have that conversation like, 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 uh, we just talked about with Abraham. Most kind of recite, we, we can come to the Lord with all of our requests and we seek him. Like the Pharisee in the Bible uh, who who says, Lord, I thank you that I am not like all of those people. I am way better than them. I see all smiling. Come on. Lord, thank you that I I don't I'm not an evildoer. Thank you that I'm not a robber. Thank you that I'm... And, and he begins to just kind of lay out all of these things to him. I, I sometimes like to imagine what might have happened if he would have stopped and listened to possibly what the Lord might have wanted to say to him. But he went on with his day. He continued. Here's some great ways that we can have a conversation with God. The first thing we have to do is learn to listen we learn to listen. If your prayer time is just talk, talk. Lord, 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 I have these needs. Lord, I need your help. Lord, help me in this situation. Lord, touch this for time. And, and we bring our requests, which is part of prayer. The Lord tells us to bring his requests. We'll talk about that in a few moments. That's awesome. He wants us. Our God hears us. He, he, he wants to hear our requests, to make our requests known to him. But there's this incredible side to having a great conversation that many of us sometimes aren't so great at. And that's, the part of listening. They say that the greatest communicators are the greatest listeners because that's 50% of the conversation. If you're going to have a conversation with someone, we must also listen. We need to spend some time in silence. You may be surprised at what the Lord shares with you. Another way to have a great conversation is to journal. Uh, You say, what? That's part of a conversation? Let me explain. Journaling is an incredible process in our lives. Writing your prayers out can literally transform them into your heart and into your life. The act of writing something down slows you down. For some of us, it slows us down a lot more than others. I'll never forget being in Bible college and, and I was in, I had a class called devotional life. And the whole class was learning how to have a devotional life. And it was in that class that our assignment was we had to journal our time with the Lord every single day. And every single day, we would read and then journal and write out our prayer and write out those things that were were in us. And I'll, I'll tell you what what took place. As I began to write, I had to slow down. I had to stop, think, pray, ask the Lord. And it was in that process of writing some things down, as I wrote them down, all of a sudden, the Lord began to speak to me. I actually then in that moment had a heart to listen, to hear. I wasn't just writing my requests. I was writing and all of a sudden, sometimes even in writing it and putting it down, all of a sudden the answers just began to download into my heart and into my life. You can look back at what you've prayed in the past and see how God has answered. I don't know if you've ever done that. I don't know if you've ever prayed and forgot you prayed about it. And down the road, all of a sudden, you have this incredible answer that the Lord gives you. And all of a sudden, you point back and it looks back. Listen, journaling, listening, taking time to just have a moment to allow God. Really, it's just about quieting our hearts to listen. This next one having a conversation. This is not necessarily with our voice either. Journaling is not. We also need to read. Be a reader. This is, uh, how many of you love to read? How many of you would rather stick a fork in your eye (laughs) than to read? I've shared many times over the past years, you know, for me, I have to be in the right spot, in the right location, because I I am very high energy. I am go, go, go all throughout the day. I I am full of energy. If you know me, you know that I, I don't just sit down. I can't sit down. I talk on the phone. I walk. I pace in my office. I am just always moving, always going, until I finally get home and sit down. And as soon as I sit down... I see a lot of heads shaking. It's lights out. I am either 100 miles an hour or negative 100 miles. I'm zero right there. And there is nothing at the end of the day that puts me to sleep faster than opening a book. And I get through one paragraph, and the book is on, I am out cold. I have to pick the right day to read. I have to, uh, excuse me, the right time I, to be uh, someone who, who reads. There are all kinds of people who can just dive into a book and they read. Now, I want you to hear what I'm about to say. When you and I take time in the day, wherever that time is for you, we all have a different time. Maybe it works for you to read the Bible or uh, read the Word in the morning, the afternoon, some like to do it in the evening. We all have different times. Here's what I'm saying. When you and I open up a moment, to allow God to download His Word into our lives. There is nothing greater to begin a great conversation with the Lord than for it to happen over the Word of God. Allow it to sink in and saturate, meditate. I don't know if you've ever had times with the Lord where all of a sudden you came to a verse, you read it, and it's like it became life to you. And all of a sudden you found yourself praying and seeking God and asking Him for this verse in your life, and it became life to you. And all of a sudden in that moment, as As you read, you begin to pray. You begin to allow the word of the Lord to become into your heart, into your life. It saturates inside of you. And all of a sudden, you begin that incredible journey when you thoughtfully have prayer times that include allowing the word of the Lord to saturate your life. Like like Abraham when he asked the question, Have you ever asked God a question? Have you ever asked him something? I know that we ask for a lot of things. We can ask for a lot of things. I think that few people really in their prayer times uh, ask God questions. Maybe because they don't intend or know how to, or maybe they don't have time to wait for an answer. But asking questions whether it's aloud or writing them out I used to write in my journal my questions lord what what is this or how's that and I ask the lord questions you might ask things like where are you leading me today Lord, what would you like to bring to my attention? Help me to see around me. What is it that you want me to see today? What do you want to do in my heart and in my life today? And and many times we can ask the question, and then we just seem to move on, and we go right past, and we head off into our day. I want to encourage you as you begin this journey of having a great conversation with the Lord, allowing this moment, hello, God, can we talk and we see that little bubble appearing. That's one of the things I love about iMessage is, is, is I, I don't know about you, but um, when I send a text message, I love when I see at the bottom, it says delivered. And there's nothing greater than when someone has their little read receipts on and it says read. How many of you know what I'm talking about? And you know they read my text message. And then they don't respond. I know you got it. It is sitting there. I know it's there. I know that you have your phone in your hand 24 hours a day. How can you not see my text message? Why have you not answered? And then it says read. I know you read it. How many of you know we want answers quickly? We, we don't want to wait. We don't want to wait on the Lord. Our, our lives are busy, man. We've got stuff going on. I, I sent that text message, and then that little bubble appears, and you go, oh, they're responding right now. I see they're answering. They're, it's coming. It, it's here, and it's, it's awesome because in that conversation, we know it's there when we talk to the lord many times we fire out those requests man we're letting the lord know what's on our heart all the things and then okay god i got to go to work okay god i got to get out yeah, out to the yard man i got i got to bring these stinking christmas lights down off the house i whatever it is sometimes we don't take time to wait for that response, he's like, "Oh, I've got some good stuff for you. Oh, I want to. I've got something to say to you. I've got something that I want to deposit into your heart." But when we don't take the time to listen, when we don't ask the question, and it's not followed by time to say, "Okay, Lord, help me. Lord, I'm I'm here. I, I I'm I'm waiting. I I I want you." Which brings us to number five: is to have a great conversation. Sometimes. We have to wait for the answer. King David wrote in Psalm 5:3, In the morning, Lord, you hear my voice. In the morning, I lay my requests before you, and he says, and I wait expectantly. You know, that's a key to dialogue and prayer. That's the key to having a great conversation with the Lord. The ultimate conversation is waiting expectantly upon the Lord, giving God space to respond. Write that in your notes. Give God space Respond. If you're taking notes, write that down and and declare it. Put a few exclamation points, uh, underline it. Give God space to respond, listening to His voice, hoping for an, an answer. I want you to know that He longs to talk with you and I. Prayer is a two way conversation. It is our talking to God and his talking to us. As a follower of Christ, we have a heavenly father, listen to this, who hears. I want you to know that our heavenly father hears your cry. He hears your prayers. He hears your requests. We have a God who is not deaf. He hears us and he knows us. But listen, there's a big and to this sentence. He not only hears us and he answers. He gives us. He wants to speak to us. Matthew 21, 22 says, All things whatsoever you shall ask in prayer, believing ye shall receive. The NIV says, If you believe, you will receive whatever you ask for in prayer. A prayerless Christian, a prayerless follower of Christ is a powerless follower of Christ. A powerless, I don't know about you, I don't want to be powerless. A prayerless Christian is a powerless Christian. A prayerless follower of Christ is a powerless follower of Christ. There is power when we encounter him and we have those moments. Think about it. If, if the Lord Jesus felt that he had to pray, how much more do you and I need it? There are some great benefits that we experience when we pray and we ask the Lord and we lay our burdens down at his feet. The first one is is that prayer releases anxiety in our lives. If you've ever been anxious, if you've ever been anxious about something, uh, maybe something was happening in your life, your home, your family, uh, at work, and you've been anxious about it, and anxiety just begins to flood your heart and your mind, it's all you can think about. I want you to know that when you have a great conversation with the Lord, when you have a moment with God, did you know physically, mentally, emotionally, physically, all of a sudden our anxiety levels begin to drop because we place it in the hands of the Lord. Is there any greater place to put our cares and anxieties than in the hands of God? When we pray, it releases the anxiety in our life. This one I love. Did you know that prayer solves problems I love this personally because I can in my own brain have a tendency to try to figure it all out and fix it. Anybody, any fixers in the room besides me? I want to fix it. I'm going to put my mind to the task and I'm going to fix it. Did you know that when we pray over a problem, when we are in need of a solution, when we have that moment, I know I'm straddling the stairs. I don't mean to scare anyone there I'd say when we have that moment where we're praying and we're seeking the Lord, it's in that moment. I cannot tell you how many times when I have faced a dilemma, didn't know which way to go, what to turn, had to make a decision, and, and I didn't even know what to do, and all of a sudden I took it to the Lord in prayer. And all of a sudden, out of, out of heaven, comes, drops into my mind. Why didn't I think of that? That's incredible. Of course that's it. Did you know the Bible tells us to seek him, to ask for those things? We we can ask the Lord the mysteries of this world, the mysteries of life, and he will give us all the things that we need to succeed, to live, to overcome, to be victorious. Why? Because how great is our God. He is awesome. He is incredible. So we give those things to him and Prayer is a problem solver. Prayer in that moment begins to download from heaven when we take time and we listen and all of a sudden we ask him. James 1.5 says, If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God, who gives generously to all without reproach, and it will be given him. James 1, 5 says, if you ask for wisdom, if you have a problem, if you have a situation, if you have something bigger than you even know what to do, I encourage you, begin a great conversation with the Lord. Begin a great conversation with him and watch this take place. He will begin to download. He'll give you solutions. He'll speak to you things that I really believe will help you. My, My dad was a a pastor, he was a minister, and uh, uh, he was a pastor at a large church in the Detroit area, and he was uh, uh, the family ministry's pastor and uh, in that as the family ministry's pastor he ministered to a wide range of people and and he was on staff and as the family minister's pastor he also did counseling and i, I learned some great wisdom from my dad in regards to counseling as he shared what he did in in his counseling sessions and and uh, he he typically people would want to come and make an appointment to meet him is because they had a situation, a problem, something they didn't know what to do. And all of a sudden they would come and they would want my dad to help them. And so he would sit down with them and share with me why you're here. Share with me what's going on. And as soon as they were done, my dad did one thing. He said, and now tell me, as you have sought the Lord, what has the Lord been telling you to do? And just like this room, It was usually very silent. He said, You know, before I tell you anything or give you anything, you should really seek the Lord yourself. Here's what we'll do you take this week, these meetings would be about 10 to 15 minutes long. And he would say, You go, you pray you ask the lord you seek his face every single day we'll schedule an appointment one week from today and we'll get together and i want to know what has the lord shared with you and then we'll talk about that and we'll walk through it did you know most of the time it got to that next week and they said oh you wouldn't believe it as we were praying this happened and that happened did you know that god still answers prayer he still answers prayer The first thing you and I should do is not throw the question out to Facebook. It's not go seek our friends' advice. It's good to find wisdom and counsel in others. But did you know the very first thing we should do, the first line of defense, is to say, Lord, I trust you and I know you have all the answers, so I'm coming to you today. Seek God. Give, Give me. Download. Lord, help me in this situation. And all those things will begin to take God as a problem solver. The Holy Spirit will speak to you. Did you know that prayer builds your confidence? Prayer builds confidence in us. It, it gives us this boldness that, that is indescribable because prayer helps you see your situation through the eyes of faith that it builds up your boldness. I, I don't know if you've ever been in a prayer situation or you've been praying over something and, and maybe you were facing something that that brought fear and trembling to you, I don't know. But you go to the Lord and you come out of that time, you come out of that conversation with him, and you have a a new boldness. You have a confidence. You you go about going, oh, my God's got this. I don't have to worry. I don't have to fret. All the anxiety is gone. I I just laid it at his feet, and now I am so confident. I don't know if you would desire a confidence in your life walking through this world that we live in, but let me share with you one of the greatest ways to walk in confidence, not boasting, not self-strength, not I can do this, I've got this, that's, a, that's a, a really scary mentality. We say, I got this. I can handle it. I find it much better when I say, Lord, I need you to handle it. And when we come out of that prayer time, we then come out feeling like, oh, I got this. Because he's got me. And he's got me. In this moment, he's got us in his hands. And it brings an incredible confidence. I love this next one. Prayer is a conversation with God. It is not a monologue. It is a dialogue. It goes back and forth. It's the ultimate conversation that you and I experience. And when we have that ultimate conversation and we converse with the the Lord, excuse me, and we pray, it brings us peace of mind. It gives a peace to our mind. It is incredible what the Lord does as he downloads that into our hearts And into our lives. Listen to what Isaiah 26.3 says. You keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you. Would you say stayed on you? Say that with me. Stayed on you. Perfect peace comes to the mind of those who are stayed on you. Why? Why? Because he trusts in you. I have some of the instrumentalists to come and just begin to play. We're going to close. I've just got two more things that I want to share with you. What I believe will help you in this great conversation. This ultimate conversation. Here's something great. When you have a conversation with the Lord. It helps you understand God's will. Mm. How many of you have ever been searching for direction? I don't know which way to go. Do I go left or do I go right? Do I take this job or do I wait for another what what do I do? Where do I go? What do I do? Did you know that having a conversation will give you God's will? His plan, he will speak to you. He will give you clarity of thought, mind, purpose. God has a plan for every single one of us. Many go through life without ever thinking about it. But I want you to know that does not change the fact that our God put you here on this planet for a purpose. He has your roadway. He's got it mapped out. He's got a plan for your life. And when we spend time in conversation with him, all of a sudden it helps us understand his will in our lives. It helps us understand this plan that he lays out for us. Psalm 143.10 says, Teach me to do your will for you are my God. Let your good spirit lead me on level ground. Psalm 143.10. How many of you would desire for the Lord to lead you on level ground? Lord, lead us on level ground. I like that personally. Just a peek into my nature, I... I love that, that the Lord leads us on level ground. The Lord does not ever desire to lead us on a roller coaster ride. We've all experienced it. There's highs and there's lows in life there's great days and bad days there's great seasons, there's difficult seasons we, we can go and, and too many times we can spiritually find ourselves on a lot of ups and then a lot of downs I love this, the Lord wants to lead us on level ground he wants to take us somewhere it's a journey and a process and even when the highs and the lows hit we can still find our feet on level ground does anybody else find that to be good news today? I sure did When I came across that verse, I said, yes, Lord, lead us as a church on level ground. May we continue to seek you. May our hearts and our lives strive after a conversation that will help us to understand your will. Lead us in our homes. Teach us to do your will. Let your spirit lead us on level ground. And the last one, the last benefit that we experience from prayer Prayer brings us towards forgiveness. Not only confession is good for the soul, but it is necessary to receive forgiveness from God. When we confess our sins to God through prayer, he forgives us of our sins and our relationship with him is restored. It brings wholeness. When we turn our hearts towards the Lord, something incredible happens. We are not only in that moment of repentance. The Bible says that we receive forgiveness. I don't know about you, but I'm glad. I, 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 I'm excited that when we come into a place where we have communion and connection with God and we bring our requests and we ask him to forgive us, he draws us and he gives and extends to you and I forgiveness. For you and I in this room, followers of Christ, that is something that we have that we can celebrate today. His forgiveness is a good thing. It is an awesome thing. And prayer leads us. I didn't put prayer brings us To repentance. That's what we do in prayer. Did you know prayer in our repentance brings us to a place of forgiveness? And did you know that when you and I walk in a place of forgiveness, think about this with me. When you and I, I know I've asked a lot of questions here today. I am so sorry. If you can think back, to a time in your life when you were away from the Lord, when you were sinning, when you had a heavy load, a heavy burden, can anyone in the room experience, understand what I'm talking about? And the, the anxiety and the stress and all the things that came with that, all, all the pressure and the weight of the world was on our shoulders. And in that moment when we repented and all of a sudden the Lord's forgiveness flooded our heart, there was a lightness in our walk. There was a skip to our step. There was an excitement because we were walking in the forgiveness of God and it felt good it felt good It feels good when we have his forgiveness in our lives. Prayer, a a conversation with God extends to us forgiveness. Remember, he in his nature is mercy and grace. He is not someone we have to hide from. He is someone who says, run to me, follow me, seek me. Doesn't matter what took place this week. Bring it and lay it at my feet. Walk out in, in forgiveness today. Walk out in joy. Walk out in peace. Walk out in the grace and the mercy of Almighty God. His love, he wants to lavish it upon us. All we have to do is ask. And all of a sudden, we have the lightness, the joy, the freedom of forgiveness. Is that good news for anyone here today? Is that good news that we can have that forgiveness that God gives and extends to us? Hello, God, can we talk? Hello, God, can we talk? Can we make this year an incredible year where we say those things? Hello, God, can we talk? Here I am. Father, I wanna have an ultimate. I wanna have a great conversation with you today. Father, I I, I, I am here. I, I have all of these things. With every head up, every eye open. How many of you in this room today could use an ultimate, a great, an exciting, a brand new conversation with our heavenly Father, Jesus Christ? How many of you in this room would desire the anxieties of life to pass by, all the stress and the worries and and to walk in forgiveness. I want you to know that we as believers today can declare those things. My heart is for us to go from this place desiring an incredible walk, relationship, conversation with the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. We do two things. We speak and we listen. So as we go from this place today, I want you to know that that conversation is for you and I to have. And I wanna close this service in prayer, but before I do, I wanna ask every head bowed, every eye closed, if you are in this room today, and you say, Pastor Kurt, before you close this service, would you pray for me? My heart is away from the Lord. I have not been seeking Him, walking Him. I, I, uh, This conversation, I haven't had a conversation with the Lord in so long. And today, today, I want Jesus Christ to lead me and to guide me. I, I want to begin again to have an incredible conversation and a walk with the Lord. But today, I find myself far from Him. But my heart, I want to know Him and I want to walk with him. If that's you in this room, right now, would you just lift your hand right where you're at? I want to pray over you, with you. Yes, ma'am. Is there anyone else? Yes, sir. Yeah. Awesome. Yes, ma'am. Right down here. Anyone else want to join these three? I'm going to pray for you. And we're gonna believe God to do something awesome in this moment. The Bible tells us when someone yearns to know the Lord and walk with him, that all of heaven rejoices. Church, even before we pray, can we just together rejoice in the Lord for these hearts that have turned to him? Come on, let's give the Lord praise together. Hallelujah, Jesus. Lord, we glorify you. We thank you, God. Lord, we glorify your name. We rejoice because we've been there. And we have walked that. I see heads nodding. We have been there. So right now, I would love the great honor as we close this service in prayer, to pray for you. God has a plan and a purpose for your life. He wants to meet you right where you are at, and He wants to walk with you. And He is. Not, he can't wait to have a great conversation with you, church. Would you pray with me as we pray this morning? Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, I come to you right now and I thank you for this opportunity that we've had to be in your presence. Lord, I thank you for the moments that we got to worship you, to hear your word. Lord, that you spoke to us. God, I pray every single one of us in this room would walk through these doors in the forgiveness of your spirit, of your heart, of your life in us and through us. God, we desire to have a a deep conversation great conversation with you. And Lord, as it begins, I pray our lives would just begin to skyrocket. Lord, your grace and your mercy and your blessing would be all over us. Father, for these three who are in this room today, who their deepest heart is to know you. God, your word says all we have to do and are in this moment is ask you for your forgiveness. And you, Lord, like a flood, you rush into our hearts and our lives. You take us and you make us new, God, and you draw us to yourself. God, I pray right now that you would do that in these three hearts, in these three lives. Lord, it's by your grace and by your mercy that we come and we lay our burdens, our cares, our desires. And Lord, in this moment, we lay our hearts before you in Jesus' name. And everyone said, and everyone said, Amen. Amen. God is good today. Amen. Isn't it a great day to serve the Lord? Hey, listen, before you go, before you make your way out today, I invite you to do a couple of things. Find someone, shake their hand, greet them, connect with someone before you go. For those three that raised your hand, listen, in front of you is a connect card. Would you let us know about your decision? Listen, this step, this is yours. If you would like us to help you in any way, we would love to help you in your walk and your relationship with the Lord. We don't want you to feel like you have to go it alone. If you would fill that out, let us know. You made a decision to follow the Lord. You can give it to one of the ushers or turn it into the Welcome Center. Someone will contact you this week. We would love to connect with you. One more time, can we give the Lord praise for today? Be blessed. Hallelujah. God is good. Have an awesome week in the Lord. Go and have some great conversations. In Jesus' name, be blessed.